What's one thing that's plentiful, free, and easy to access, yet most of us don't have enough of it? It's gratitude. And that's what we'll be talking about today, how to get more gratitude in our lives and appreciate our many blessings. Hello, and welcome to Living Well with Robin Soloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. I am so pleased to welcome Scott Colby. He is the author of The Grateful Entrepreneur, owner of Say It With Gratitude, and he developed something called The Grateful Deck. Scott, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Robin. Thank you so much for having me. This is such a, an important topic because I think so many of us are, I call it the gerbil wheel, on that gerbil wheel, just going through our lives. And sometimes we forget to say thank you or stop and smell the roses, as they say, appreciate our lives. And you have developed a whole program on being more grateful. How did you get to this point? Yeah, so I took a trip to Guatemala back in the summer of 2014 uh, to build schools out of plastic bottles stuffed with trash. It was amazing. I partnered <laughs> with a nonprofit called Hug It Forward. That's their specialty. They they build schools in Guatemala out of plastic bottles, which is great. They're taking care of not only helping the education there, but also the environment, the trash issue that they have. And I remember, Robin, the first day that we were volunteering, it was me and about 25 other volunteers, the bus that we were in pulled up to a community called Chinookste. And I had never heard of it, and I didn't even really know what to expect. And I looked out the window of the bus as we pulled up, and it looked like the entire community had come out to greet us. There were people of all ages, there was kids, there was parents, there was grandparents. And as we stepped off the bus, they had formed two lines and we walked in between the two lines of people and they were hugging us and giving us <laughs> high fives and playing um, music from the loudspeaker and waving the American flag. And I felt like a rock star walking down the red carpet. And when in reality, I was a stranger in a country, in a community, some 2000 miles from where I lived. And so as the days went on, I was there for about a week to volunteer to build schools. I learned that they were just showing their gratitude towards us volunteers. And that was their way of showing uh, their appreciation and their love. And they instantly brought us into their community and make, made us feel, feel welcome. And I thought to myself, like, how come I don't feel this way in my own neighborhood? I'm not <laughs> treated like royalty and yeah. <laughs> people, aren't people aren't appreciating each other. The other thing that I learned is that these people in these, this community had very little very little clean water, very little food, uh, not the internet and, and the cell phones that we take for granted. But again, what they had were smiles. They had each other. They had an appreciation and, and just gratefulness. And I thought to myself, like, I want to live that way. I want to like be always positive and happy and in community and connection with the people important to me. And I don't want to really focus on the material possessions. And so when I got back to the United States, I started to kind of examine how I was living my life and became more sensitive to the complaining and the noise and the always on technology. People buried their heads in their phone that we really live in. And I decided to do something about it. And I developed a brand called Say It With Gratitude, um, which started as a a thank you note company. I sold handwritten um, or I sold blank handwritten cards, uh, thank you notes for people to just connect with the written word. 
Um, and it's kind of evolved to where I'm now helping businesses have a culture of gratitude and developing gratitude games. And it's been a lot of fun. That's a very interesting story. And you wrote uh, the book, as I said, called The Grateful Entrepreneur. And I'm assuming that is the book that helps entrepreneurs and businesses learn to be more grateful. How does this make a difference in the culture of their business? Sure. Thank you. Um, yeah. So The Grateful Entrepreneur is really about using gratitude to develop relationships in business, which can in turn help a business grow. So there's a couple different aspects to look at. One is being in gratitude and appreciating your team, if you have a team as part of your business. And the other part of it is really appreciating your clients and customers. So if we just look at that component initially, um, one thing companies don't do very well is appreciate their clients and customers through something like handwritten notes. So if you're a business, think about um, how you can stand out from your competition. Again, as you and I talked about a little bit, Robin, it's competitive to run a business. How yes, can you stand is. out mm -hmm. um, amongst others? And one thing that you could do is simply write handwritten notes to your customers and your clients and make them feel good. Uh, on the other hand, if you are that client or customer and you receive something in the mail from a business that's handwritten and it's saying nice things about you, you're like, yes, this is you awesome. Know, I so love true. this that company. Is a, that is a lost art. We used <laughs> to is. write notes all the time. And with the internet, it has gotten to be not only is it simple to just say thank you? It's actually the words pop up for you. You mm. can click. Yes. You know? <laughs> right. Thank you. I mean, I mean, you don't have to type anymore. It's just, yeah. it's gotten to be a little bit impersonal. You're right, and that small gesture can make such a big difference. Mm -hmm. And I, I actually read another book. They said when you express gratitude and you want to make it heartfelt, replace high tech with high touch. So forget like you know these DMs and texting. Thank you. That's not that meaningful. Go more high touch and do something like write a handwritten note. And if you are a client or a customer and you you receive a card in the mail from a company, you know more often than not what you're going to do. You're going to post about it on social media, and then other people will be like, "Hey, this company's cool. They send out handwritten notes." Um, so that's one way you can actually grow your business and stand out from competitions just through the act of writing handwritten notes. Uh, and then on the other side of the coin, appreciating your team. I know when I had a job, I never felt valued. I never felt appreciated. Forget about the good work I was doing as a human being. And so there's actually a, another cool book called The Five Languages of Appreciation in the Workplace, similar to the five love languages. We yeah. all have a unique way we like to be appreciated at work. So if you do have a company and if you have a team, think about how you can show your appreciation to your team members in their language that they like to be appreciated in. Kind of I forget. I remember seeing a study a while back, and I don't know if this is still true, but they asked people, well, you know, if you had to choose, I'm, I'm sure it may be different today, <laughs> but, you know, one thing that you would like to see uh, from your, your business or from your job uh, a little bit more of what would it be? And it wasn't money. Mm. It was it was respect and and gratitude mm. from the boss, from the coworkers. It was feeling appreciated for the work that you do. 
it wasn't money, which yeah. people would think it would be. But right. it's really, it, it can go such a long way. And it's hard to believe that so many businesses don't get that. They do not connect with that. Just a simple thank you or just a simple nice job can mm. make such a difference in someone's life. Yeah, you're right about that. There's a statistic that came out a few years ago, pre-COVID, so it might be even worse now, but it said that 79% of people that left a job did so because the main reason was they didn't feel appreciated in the workplace. So like you said, it wasn't due to low pay or other things. It was due to lack of appreciation. I think where companies drop the ball is they're in, like you mentioned, in go, go, go mode. How do we make more money? How do we sell more? And they forget that it's all about your your team and keeping them happy because if your team's not happy, they're going to leave or they're going to mm -hmm. stay and be unproductive. And that's going to cost an organization more money in the long run anyway. Yeah, absolutely. I, I always have said that. I always feel like the, the tone is set from the top mm. and it trickles down to everyone else. If the, if the owner of the company or the, the head of the company is appreciative, I feel like everyone else gets that vibe yes. and it just goes through the whole company and you work as a team instead of in, instead of as competitors with each other, which yeah. is so much to me, that's a much better way to work. Yeah. And it's great when the, when the leader can model the way and they can, they can take the lead on this and then the team can follow and a team wants a leader to be vulnerable. So like, Hey, share, if a leader shares kind of what some of their struggles are, that's going to open up the trust and the conversations will flow. And it's just going to be a better place to work. Absolutely. And you do something really great called, is it gratitude hikes? Is that what it is? <laughs> and I think that's really a cool thing. You have a background in fitness. So yes. you're utilizing that to take people on hikes in Tennessee where you live. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's one of my favorite things to do is actually create experiences for people. So for a number of years, I've created these week-long adventure experiences where we unplug and we have a good time. Uh, when I moved to Tennessee um, in 2019, uh, I started to create what I call gratitude hikes. So this just takes about half of the day. Um, and I take groups out um, on a very beautiful waterfall hiking trail in the Smoky Mountains, I force them to unplug because we're on technology enough. Uh, oh and man, are they? Do they have the shakes? Do people get the shakes? <laughs> not for this. Not for this. Um, this morning hike. But right. when I do my week long adventure trips and we're unplugged for the week, yes, at the beginning they are really nervous about giving up their technology. But the thing is, when you give up your technology and just leave it behind, the connection between you and your loved ones or whoever is in your group and the conversations, they just flow a lot deeper. Um, and even there's been a study, Robin, uh, that which I actually just learned about. If you have your phone and you're not using it, but it's on the table beside you, the, com the quality of the conversation is not going to be as good. So even if it's the phone's just sitting there and you're not even using it, it lessens the quality of the conversation like you and I could have. So leave that technology behind, get out in nature, be grateful. So we play gratitude games on our hikes while we're enjoying each other's company and we're enjoying, enjoying the surrounding beauty. 
this has a positive benefit on, on mental well-being. Um, if you're stressed, if you're anxious, going out in nature, keeping your phone behind so you're not even looking at the news or social media and being grateful for what you do have in your life, it's a recipe for having a really good day. Absolutely. And I've talked about phones in other podcasts and you know they're, they're necessary. Of course, they're great for communication and, and knowledge, but we've become so almost slaves to the phone. I mean, we are just addicted to it. And it, it really, we have a no device rule at our dinner table, which is something that we've instilled forever because my son would sneak his phone under the table and start <laughs> peeking and i'm like you're, you're not an emergency room doctor no one's gonna die <laughs> Don't, just leave it go you know it just we we seem like we can't live without it and i think that would be a first step towards being grateful because when you get your mind out of that tech all the time you can start to kind of open your eyes and look around and appreciate mm -hmm. the world around you i see young kids all the time they're sitting with each other even families and they're on their phones they're not even appreciating each other's conversation. It's, it's unfortunate. I have a word that I just learned called fubber, and it's a combination of uh, phone snubbing. And it's when two people are talking, but one person is has their head down and they're looking on their phone. The other person feels snubbed uh, mm -hmm. by a phone. And it's really when you do that, you're telling the person that's doing the talking that they're not important enough to be present and to listen. I, I talk about how listening is a form of gratitude. When you listen to somebody and you're completely present, they feel good. They feel cared about. They feel acknowledged and like they belong. And that's what we want. That's a gift that we can give others is to be totally present to what they're saying. And you can't really do that if you're looking down at your phone. Absolutely. You know, I've read somewhere, know the color of the person's eyes that you're talking to. <laughs> I like that, that. Means you're, that means you're looking at them. Yeah, it is. It's great. so, it's so utterly rude to be looking at your phone <laughs> when someone's talking to you and yet people do it. You know, it's like, what's so important on that phone. It's just, I don't know what it is about it, but you know, I'm, I'm in many ways, I'm on that phone way more than I want to be too. So mm -hmm. this is a good wake up call for me as well, because I, I really don't want to have that distracting me from life. There's just, there's too many good things in the world to appreciate, yeah. you know, and and like I live you near the said, beach, so I love walking on the beach. That That is great for me. And yeah. same as you, Robin, everything I talk about is a reminder for me <laughs> to do, because yes. I need help with this stuff too. <laughs> we all do. We all absolutely do. And I know on your hikes, you use your grateful deck. And I love this idea. Talk about this a bit. Yeah. So the grateful deck, I actually developed um, in 2020, right when the pandemic started, it's a deck of 120 cards. Each card has a question on it designed to spark meaningful conversations so you, that you can have deeper connections. And so the questions are designed to uh, help you remember the good in your lives. So I designed this during the pandemic um, because I know we were a little bit lonely. We couldn't go out. We couldn't um, connect with people yeah. as much. Very, very weird time. Like, yeah, a lot you know, of history us will look back on that time. And mm -hmm. wow, we lived through it. You know, a, a lot of us were isolated. At the same mm -hmm. time, I also realized in this day and age, usually at the dinner table, if we're act actually eating dinner together, we are on our phones or we're watching TV. So I thought, let's design something where you don't need technology and you can have good dinner time conversation 
like I did when I was a kid many, many years ago when phones, cell phones didn't even exist. So yeah, it's been great. So you don't have to do the questions and answers during dinner. That's what I thought of when I first designed it. But like you said, we do them on our hikes. Companies are using them in meetings. It's great for road trips as well. Makes the time pass by. So yeah, it's really fun to play to play these. Uh, Give us an example of one of the questions on the card. Oh yeah. So I drew uh, one. Um, I love this one. One of my favorite questions. What memory always makes you smile? What memory always makes you smile? So it helps you again, think of something good in your life. A lot of times we're focused on the, the negatives. Um, a question like that will help you just think about, all right, this is a memory that's happened. It makes me smile. And then you get to express it to somebody. They can listen to you and learn more about you. Yes. And and they may have even been involved in that memory. Yeah, when exactly. I think about, you know, just to answer that question, I think about times with my kids when we went to the beach when they were younger. And, you know, we were all there and laughing and having fun and splashing in the water. Like to me, that just puts a smile on my face. And I, you know, to tell that to my children or tell that to my husband, they would remember that as well. Yeah. You know, it was sort of like a shared memory and shared happy time. That is our mm -hmm. happy place, you know, living in New Jersey. We, we get to the <laughs> beach a lot. And that just to me is like, that's where I feel very grateful. I look around at the ocean and I think to myself, Oh my goodness. I mean, God made this. Like, look at this. This is yeah. just amazing, you know, and the beautiful sky and the sun. Mm -hmm. That is my time where I really decompress. And I think everybody needs that moment in their life, whether they're walking in the woods or whether they're on the beach or hiking in the mountains. It there is something about being in the outdoors and being thankful, isn't mm -hmm. there? Yeah. And Robin, I want to just address your answer because I loved your answer. Because So the questions are designed not to have yes, no answer or one word answer. So you could have said like, oh, the beach 10 years ago with my kids, but you went deeper and you talked about different aspects of the beach that you love, like the, the ocean and the sun and all that. So you went deep in your answer and that just makes the conversation and the connections that much more meaningful. So yes, love the and way when that I said it. I felt it. I could yeah. almost put myself there. I could feel it. And it and it did make me kind of happy. It always <laughs> makes me cheer up because <laughs> my kids are getting older now and we don't uh, have those times as much. But I did really appreciate all those moments and they're special and any parent you know, looking back on their kids' lives, I'm sure has those moments, Christmas time or a happy moment that they shared. And sometimes it's just the funny stuff that you do, you know, during the day. It's no special occasion, but I have a lot of video, too much probably, of my kids <laughs> doing silly things. And I look back on that, that makes me smile, you know, yeah. just, just fun stuff like that. So just the little things in life, which I don't think we stop to appreciate enough. We mm -hmm. really don't. No, but we're usually worried about things that we don't have or the stress in our lives. Like tonight, we don't reflect on the good that we do have. And it makes such a difference in your overall life. And you do some meditations as well, right? Yeah, I love to meditate. I've been doing that for a number of years. It's not something that I teach personally, but something I just do personally. It relaxes me. It helps me sleep. It helps me stay in the present. Um, I know a lot of people have trouble going to sleep uh, because they have anxiety and they're thinking about the things in their past or worried about the future. And meditation can really help you kind of focus and be calm and breathe and think about good things. And yeah, I think it's an important component to an overall 
health and wellness uh, program. Absolutely. And I think there's different ways to meditate. People think mm -hmm. of it sometimes as your cross leg on top of a mountain. And yeah. it's kind right. of a weird thing. You can meditate when you walk. You yes. can meditate anywhere at your desk. There's, it's, you know, it has this connotation of being this, you know, guru thing. <laughs> and it's really not. It's just basically, you know, just taking a, a break, a step away from, from the noise. I mm -hmm. think that's, yeah. that's to me what meditation is, is very Absolutely. important. So, and you can get the, the Grateful Deck online. Where can we go to get that? Yeah, so you can get a free digital copy. So you can download these questions over at gratitudetoolkit.com. Uh, and then if you want the physical version, you can go to my main website, sayitwithgratitude.com. And I'm sure your book is there and all your yeah. information about your hikes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, this has been such a great conversation. And I'm going to just say, I really appreciate it. I am <laughs> grateful for you and for your time with me today. I appreciate you too, Robin, and what you're doing for your community out there and just helping improve lives. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you. Thank you. That is very nice of you. It's really in my heart. I've been doing it for 30 some years now. I'm really aging myself, but <laughs> I really love it. And you make a difference in somebody's life. You did a good thing that day, right? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Scott. That's Thanks, Scott Colby of Say It With Gratitude. And thank you, as we're speaking of gratitude, thank you for being with me today for Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Hope you'll be joining me for our next episode. And don't forget to subscribe so we can keep you updated. Thanks so much.